You ready? Baby, look at me. I was born ready. I was fucking born ready. Did you see my arse? My arse. My arse. Did you see my arse? My arse hole. Bargy, bargy, bargy. I had my arse hole out and about. Are you recording right now? Yes. Uh Oh. (laughs) 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 You should leave some of that in there. (laughs) Me just... I had my arsehole out in a boat. <laughs> it's just my ass. I've got my asshole out and about. <laughs> but I'm also potentially a pirate. <laughs> I sound like Captain Barbosa from Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. I had my arsehole out in a boat. <laughs> I'm picturing Captain Barbosa, but that's naked. <laughs> Spreading cheeks. <laughs> Tortuga. Tortuga. <laughs> He's just got his arsehole out. Oh, no. With me arsehole loud. Oh. I'm either Captain Barbosa <laughs> or the cap, the fishing boat captain from Jaws. 392 men went into the water. Sharks in the water. <laughs> I think you're Quint. I think Quint, yeah. I think you're Quint, Quint from yeah. Jaws. I have my arsehole loud. <laughs> I don't remember which, what the, which ship. This is the Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, he was on the Indianapolis. 1945, USS Indianapolis. <laughs> but we delivered the bomb. Didn't like 315 men go oh, in? Oh, it's well more than that. It's like over a thousand, I believe. I think it's like 1,100 men. And then only like 315 came out. Something like that. Yeah. That's a true story. I know it is. Are you ready? Yep. Got my arsehole out. I had me arsehole out. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to episode 26 of A Couple of Creeps. I am your hostess with the mostest, Morgan, and I am joined once again by my least favorite co-host, <laughs> keep Colin. Say hi, Colin. Hello. <laughs> Howdy. How you doing? Hey, hello. Hi. How you doing? <laughs> Oh, today, are you ready to hear what we're doing about today? Yeah, tell me about it. We're going to learn about Velma Barfield. Pardon? <laughs> What's your last name? Barfield. Like barf field? <laughs> it's bar. Like the cat Garfield, but with a B? <laughs> yes. Barfield. <laughs> Barfield. Is this the first woman to be sentenced to death? Yes. Yeah, then, all right. Then I feel okay mocking her name. Yes. Okay. And I'll have you know that when I read her last name, when I started writing this up earlier in the week... I giggled at Barfield, and I was like, I know in a lot of stories you go by their last name, Yeah, but, but she will be referred to as Velma <laughs> yeah, you, through the whole story. Barfield? It sounds like a fucking bad joke. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not even a funny joke, you know? Yeah. Barfield. Garfield, more like Barfield, you know? <clears throat> so, she'll be referred to as her first name through this whole thing, because I am not mature enough for a half hour. Barfield then... Then, then Barfield, then Barfield, you're never gonna fucking believe this. Don't believe shit. what old Velma Barfield did. So that's that's what we're learning Velma about today. Velma B. Velma B. So as Colin said, she is the first woman to be executed here in the United States. USA, USA, USA. We ain't scared to hang our women. Well, we kind of were until like 1976, and that was the year capital punishment that's- came back to be. So that's the year that it came back to be. Yeah. So that's what's this mean? Was she truly the first person to be the first woman to be hung or executed? <laughs> she was the first woman to be executed. Skipping ahead of ourselves, she was executed in 1984. First woman executed in the United States was Mary Surratt. 
1860. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) She was hung. I don't think that's what I'm going for. Anything before the 1900s. We didn't have electricity yet when she was executed. She doesn't count. (laughs) That's not how that works. If we couldn't flick a switch and a light bulb come on, did that even happen? It didn't happen. It, it doesn't count. In the world. It's like the old imagery falls in the forest and it was around here. It didn't make a sound. If a bitch was hung and the lights couldn't be turned on, did she even die? And the eternal words of your grandmother, I, I wasn't remember. there. So it, didn't it didn't happen. <laughs> Just we're two minutes in and I already went, this isn't true. This isn't correct. You're like, fuck. <laughs> so the first person hung after the moratorium on female execution was lifted. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> this is why he's my least favorite co-host. <laughs> yeah, 1865, Mary Surratt became the first woman ever to be executed by the United States government at 1.22 p.m. on July 7th. I don't know why 122 felt like a bad. I was like, oh, tough. It's, one, it's like it's like if you had to work at one, you know, you yeah. have all morning to dread going to work. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and so it's like, oh man, I don't even do anything. Because one o'clock is smack dab like a middle of the day. Yeah, it's like, do I eat lunch before I go to work, or do I have to wait halfway through my shift and then basically eating dinner, dinner. as my first meal? And you know, one o'clock is one of those times like when you have to go to work, you can't really do a whole lot in the morning. <laughs> Like, you can't do, go and run errands because you got to be back, and you got to get ready, then you got to go to work. Speaking as someone who went to work at 1 o'clock a lot when she was in college, it sucks. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, she is the first, Velma Barfield is the first woman hung, or sorry, she's <laughs> the first woman executed. <laughs> we weren't hanging people in the 1970s yes, as we an were, execution. Yes, we were, just not as the, not as an execution. Not at the federal level. Yeah. Texas was like, hang them. Um, <laughs> Texas is a whole other country by yeah, itself. Yeah, that's the Lone Star State for <laughs> we a don't. reason. Uh, no. So, she, yeah, she was executed. Uh, she was the first woman executed after the resumption of capital punishment. Just to, cause Just we'll have to people, clarify. Because we'll have people like me that go, we did not execute the first woman in 1976. No. The first woman after we resumed capital punishment. Yes. <clears throat> May I continue? You can, yeah. So, so anyways. <laughs> <laughs> anyways. Anywho. So technically Velma's first name is Margie. She has a horrible name. <laughs> I almost went into Quint again. <laughs> Margie Velma. Her name is Margie Velma Barfield. Margie Velma Barfield went into the water. <laughs> Sharks in the water. She was an American serial killer who was convicted of one murder, but eventually confessed to six murders in total. But Velma was the first woman in the United States to be executed in 1976 after capital punishment resumed. She was also the first woman to be executed by lethal injection. She got off easy. Yeah. So old Mary Surratt's like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a second. Wait a minute. At she had first of all. First of all, they could turn a light switch on. Second of all, <laughs> she got an injection. Yeah. <laughs> and they probably did it at 9 a.m. She woke up and got the shot. I don't know what that noise was, but I was going to say later in the story, you'll hear what her final meal was <laughs> and reading it. I was like, that seems right. That'd be an interesting episode. Last meals. Yeah. Oh, so 
before we get too into Velma's life of committing crimes, yeah, we're going to talk about her a little bit. So she was born Velma Bullard on October night on October. I thought 20- she was born Margie. <laughs> her name is Margie Velma. <laughs> However, she went by Velma. All right. Velma was born on October 29, 1932, in Eastover, North Carolina, but was raised near Fayetteville. Velma's father reportedly was physically abusive, and her mother, Lillian, did not intervene. She eventually escaped by marrying Thomas Burke in 1949. The couple had two children and were poorly happy until Barfield had a hysterectomy and developed back pain. These events led to a behavioral change in Velma and an eventual drug addiction. Jesus. <clears throat> so that's good. So, her husband Thomas began to drink, and Velma's complaints turned into bitter arguments. On April 4th, 1969, after Thomas had passed out, Velma and the children left the house, and when they returned, they found the structure burned and Thomas dead. Fuck. (laughs) That's not funny. I'm sorry. I know. I was just like, whoa. (laughs) That took a turn. Escalated quickly. In 1970, Velma married a widower, Jennings Barfield. There it is. Bingo. Less than a year after their marriage, Jennings died on March 22nd, 1971 from heart complica- heart complications. He had the heart complications. In 1974, Lillian, Velma's mother, showed symptoms of intense diarrhea, vomiting, and nausea, only to fully recover a few days later. Later that year, during the Christmas season, Lillian fell ill again with the same symptoms, but died in the hospital a few hours after being admitted on December 30th, 1974. She was poisoned. Mm-hmm. In 1975, Velma was convicted of seven counts of writing bad checks <laughs> and sentenced to six, year, six months in prison. She was released after serving three months. She's a rock star, dude. In 1976... Burned the house down with her husband in it. Yeah. And then started just bouncing checks. Bounced her checks, probably killed her mom, yeah. killed her new husband, you know. In 1976, Velma began caring for the elderly. I'm good. <laughs> right? Working for Montgomery and Dolly Edwards in Lumberton, North Carolina. Montgomery fell ill and died on January 29, 1977, just over a month after the death of her husband. Dolly experienced symptoms identical to these of Velma's mother, Lillian, and died on March 1st. Later, Velma confessed, or Velma later confessed to the murder of Dolly Edwards. The following year, Velma took another caretaker job. This time for 76-year-old Record Lee, who had broken her leg. She's the fucking angel of death, dude. Rolling up on these old people. Mm-hmm. On June 4th, 1977, Lee's husband, John Henry, began experiencing intense pains in his stomach and chest, along with vomiting and diarrhea. He died soon afterward, and Velma later confessed to his murder. What was she poisoning with? Do we find out? Yeah, yeah, we okay. find out. Another victim was Roland Stewart Taylor, Velma's boyfriend and a relative of Dolly Edwards. Fearing he had discovered that she had been forging checks on his account, Velma mixed an arsenic-based rat poison into his beer and tea. Jesus. Edwards died on February 3rd, 1978, while she was trying to nurse him back to health. An autopsy found arsenic in Taylor's system. After her arrest, the body of Jennings Barfield was exhumed and found to have traces of arsenic, a murder that Velma had denied committing. Yeah. Although she confessed to the murders of her mother Lillian, Dolly Edwards, and John Henry Lee, she was tried and convicted only for the murder of Taylor. Okay. 
probably just because he was the newest one in the body. Sure. I figure in the seventies, forensic isn't what it is now. Yeah, but and I mean, even if she though, confessed. You know what I mean? I'd yeah. say stack them up. But well, I guess if you're even, already going to put her to death, I'll say even now it doesn't matter how many sure confess. It does. How many well, counts? Yeah. Well, yeah. What I'm trying to say is, if they're going to kill you either way, <laughs> they don't need to convict you for all eight murders that you've done. Sure, but I do think there's an element of like those people didn't see justice if their crime wasn't. Yeah, and a lot of the families feel the same way that yeah. just because you're already going to kill her doesn't mean that I my, want it on paper. I that want it she's on paper that she killed my dad. Yeah, you know, it's not yeah. just me saying she did that. Yeah, there's, there's proof. Yeah, because if you only kill her for the murder of her boyfriend, then the rest of us aren't getting justice for what she did to us. Right. Okay, so now we're on to imprisonment and execution. Velma was imprisoned at Central Prison in Riley, North Carolina, in an area for, which is an area for escapee-prone prisoners. So they put her in a prison that makes it hard for her makes to it hard to escape, and it had the mentally ill in there. Yeah, as there was no designated area for women under death sentences at the time, and she was the state's only female death row inmate. A death row unit for female inmates in North Carolina was eventually established at the North Carolina Correctional Institution for Women. And you said we've only executed 18 women, is that right? Yeah. Since then? And obviously I don't know from experience because knock on wood, I've never been to prison. But I hear that women prisons. uh, Not yet. (laughs) I hope I never end up there. After you rat poison me. (laughs) After I mix arsenic-based rat poison. This is like the third... (laughs) Woman killing her husband stories. <laughs> I'm feeling very like subliminally threatened. You should. <laughs> no, but I heard that women prisons are first off disgusting, and women are mean anyway. Especially you're in, telling me. <laughs> shut up. Especially in groups of us. Women are gross <laughs> and mean. The prisons are like. And the restrooms. Yeah. You ever cleaned a women's restroom in public? Tough. I I've been into some places where I'm like I I drank four coffees. I have got to pee. <laughs> I had to clean shit off of the walls of a bathroom and in I've, a women's restroom. I've gone into a few restrooms where I'm like, you know what? I would rather pee myself than have to use any of these stalls. Yeah. I will wait until we go somewhere else. And as a woman myself, I'm like, how? <laughs> yeah. Why is it like this? Yeah, and you just got fucking blood-soaked panties stuffed down in the pad box or the tampon box. Uh, and I've been in a few rest stops where the stall that I had to choose, which was the cleanest, I could see something like that. And I'm like, I'm a germaphobe anyway, yeah. people. And it's really freaking me out. And it's that thing where, like, you know, they give you the sanitary bags, the brown bags to yeah. you know, wrap Put it up them in. in. <laughs> but when the panties, first of all, they're generally <laughs> undies for oh, presumably larger woman, you yeah. know. So there's a lot more fabric to soak up the smell. And then they ball them up and just stuff them in the box. And you got to change that box out. And it smells awful. You know? Yeah. I worked retail for about six years. And that was a very regular occurrence. Oh, God. I apologize. So then imagine a woman's prison where they don't have those types of amenities. Uh, and it's the 70s. So, like, I, yeah. you know, you know, sanitary napkins were not uh, they were very still advanced. The- the massive look like pillow types of pads. Yeah, it looks like a fucking mattress topper. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, now in the 21st century, I don't have a mattress topper. Yeah, right. 
during so back to Velma. Yeah. Sorry, we're we're a little side tangent today. You don't have to apologize for anything. It's your show. Keep reading. That's fair. During her stay on death row, Velma became a devout Christian. Not surprised. Mm -hmm. Her last few years were spent ministering to prisoners for which she received praise from Billy Graham, who was a very influential televangelist at the time. Rock on. (laughs) Velma's involvement in Christian ministry was extensive enough that an effort was made to obtain a change from her death row to just life in prison. A second basis for the appeal was the testimony of Dorothy Ottnow Lewis, a professor of psychiatry at New York University School of Medicine and an authority on violent behavior, who claimed that Velma suffered from disassociative identity disorder. Lewis testified that she had spoken to Velma's Velma's other personality, who oddly enough was also named Billy, who told her that Velma had been a victim of sexual abuse and that he, Billy, had killed her abusers. The judge was unconvinced and said, one of them did it, yeah. and I don't care which one. Yeah. But, but judge is like, sorry. Yeah, it's that really weird place of like, yeah, I mean, it's the 70s, so also DID was not very. Yeah. Um, and here's the thing, that if Billy mm-hmm. didn't pop up until she was already in prison. Right. You know, yeah. Why didn't this come up? In why didn't court this come up in or, court? Yeah. Or when she was a child or a teenager? Well, if it, depending on when she adult. was assaulted. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it was her first husband that assaulted her. Well, going back to the beginning of the story, apparently her dad was physically abusive, but there mm-hmm. wasn't any counts of her being sexually abused. Sure. But you know, I'm kind of with the judge that was like, "Sorry, one of them did it. I don't care if it was Velma or Billy." No. After Velma's appeal was denied in federal court. She instructed her attorneys to abandon a further appeal to the U.S. Supreme Court. Velma was executed on November 2, 1984, at Central Prison. She released a statement before the execution saying, I know that everybody has gone through a lot of pain, all the families connected, and I am sorry. And I want to thank everybody who, have been su- everybody who has been supporting me all these six years. Velma chose as her last meal cheese doodles and Coca-Cola. <laughs> Nudge my own heart. <laughs> cheese doodles. Give me a box of Cheddar Jack cheese that's in a Diet Coke and then put the needle in my neck. <laughs> I want my Chipotle with some Starbucks sitting next to me. <laughs> doodles. And it's such a silly named food, too. Cheese doodles and a Coke. <laughs> Coca-Cola. Velma was buried in a small rural North Carolina cemetery near her first husband, Thomas Burke. That's fucked up. Yeah. She killed that guy. She killed him, and they stuck her next to him. Yeah. Hopefully, if there is an afterlife, she's not. <laughs> yeah, right. If there is a system of judgment when we're gone, I hope they went to separate places. I'll say, I picture the afterlife like you're going up top to hang with the good guys, and down below, I'm hoping that you just don't kind of stay in your area. Where like the cemetery is like its own little area, and then another cemetery is its own little area. Right. Otherwise, poor Thomas Burke. Yeah, just has to look at his freaky wife. Just has to. His cheese doodle stained <laughs> shirt wearing wife. Who killed? You know. <laughs> killed him. Her mom. Killed him. Her mom. Couple old ladies and yeah. her boyfriend. Yeah. So that was Velma Barfield, who was old Margie Velma Barfield, who was apparently the second woman executed in well, the United no, no, States. More than, more than second, I'm sure. Well, I am too. But We're not going back to the witch trials. No, 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 no. I'm saying Mary Surratt that I pulled up 
was the first woman executed in the United States. Yeah. Didn't mean she was also the last before. Okay, okay. After, what was it? Well, I don't know when the moratorium no. started. No. What? When was Mary Surratt? Capital punishment. That's the word Cap- I was looking for. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. She was the first that woman. That real tongue twister. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Executed after capital punishment was reinstated. Yep. So hopefully you guys enjoyed uh, this little bit of a. I'm still giggling about Mary Surratt <laughs> being better that they didn't have electricity when she died. Now, wait a goddamn minute. Wait a fucking second. They hung my ass manually, and then this lady gets to see light bulbs and get cheese doodles and then gets stuck a needle in her neck. Gets to see light bulbs and cheese doodles. Yeah. Her last meal was fucking hardtack bread. Twelve-day-old <laughs> you know? bread that she's pulling the mold off of. Yeah, she got fucking sailor's friend and then a fucking bottle of gin. And then was like, oh. all right, deuces. Deuces. She had some boiled the... river water to drink. Gotta make sure it's boiled. Can't get them worms. No, I guess, yeah, they didn't have to boil it because they're going to kill her ass anyways. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> anyways, that was the story of Velma Barfield. And next week, so there's 18 stories I've got planned. Holy hell. They're all women serial killers. I'm not doing them all back to back because that's a lot of probably man-hating. Because I haven't... <laughs> Look through them. Got it on good authority. They, every <laughs> single one of them killed her husband. Well, no. <laughs> I, I don't. I can't guarantee that all of them did. No. But I'm sure a majority of them did. We could. This sounds fucked up. We probably don't have to do all 18. We could probably coast through and find the highlights. You know, some of them are probably less interesting. Highlights. Yeah. I, I knew I wanted to do Velma just because she was the, yeah, the, the first, first one. Yeah, the first, the last, and some of the notables in the yeah. middle. Like, like what's her nuts I'll from say monster? From, I was just thinking from monster. <laughs> what's her nuts? What's her nuts? She looks like someone who ate cheese doodles before they killed her. <laughs> She's sitting on the front of her trailer porch she asked eating for a cheese fucking, doodles she asked for and a fucking, smoking some camels. A family meal deal from KFC is her last meal. <laughs> she's no, got, she wants she's a, got greasy chicken lips when they put no, her down. You know what she asked for? Taquitos from Speedway. Hot fries. <laughs> she had hot fries and RC Cola. She wanted a Speedway hot dog. <laughs> Just a fucking rotisserie hot dog on the rollers. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucked up. This woman died in the river. You're like... <laughs> But I can't feel all that bad because there was a reason yeah, she was, she was a executed. Killer, yeah. She did kill many men. They don't just go around executing people for the fun of it. Well, I mean, they did. I mean, the, they but, did. Yeah. And who knows? The guy pulling the trigger on the electric chair or the lethal injection <laughs> might, the <laughs> might get a sick joy out of it. Yeah. But anyways. Anyways, we're not doing another serial killer next week. Whew. What we're are we ta- doing next week? I'm going to do scary ocean stories. Oh, okay. Nice little change up. Yeah. I found some good ones I've been looking at. It's it's not going to be like a long story. It's going to be like multiple stories. Sure. Like I did with my um, Christmas episode last year. Yeah, the the like uh, traditions or whatever. Yeah, the or like scary M- Christmas or... myths. Yeah. I was thinking about. <laughs> I can't remember what it was, but the one that was like. Was it the one that made fun of you? What was the? All I know is there's there was a came sh- in and scared the kids. It's, yeah, or the short one. Yeah. Yeah, there were some funny ones in that. But that's what we're going to do next week. 
And as always, if you want to reach out to me, you can find me at a couple of creeps at gmail.com. That's the letter A, couple of creeps at gmail.com. Um, if you like us, you think we're funny, please give us a like and a five star review on wherever you listen to your podcasts. And I'm sorry this is coming out a little late. We got a little distracted. It ain't late. It's coming out on Sunday. It's coming out on Sunday, a little later than it normally does, but that's okay. Yeah. I hope you guys have a great week and you tune in next Sunday as well. And as always, stay creepy, my friends. <laughs>